Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Oh, cowabunga, you rad dudes. I did uh, yoga with Adrienne and she was doing... um for skaters and <laughs> it's practically how she started it was really cute anyway uh it's me liz anders this is cuddle club it's a podcast about cuddling but really it's um it's a dissection of the human heart okay everyone's everyone's saying that <laughs> the producer's nodding it must be true this week we are talking to ellie taylor who's a comedian an actor she's in my favorite show ted lasso she's just written a book but i'll tell you about that at the end because you know now you, i don't want you pre-ordering stuff right now when you've got to listen to me asking ellie hard-hitting questions okay so pop your trousers off and listen on in I'll just say hello naturally. Watch this. Ready? <laughs> oh my god! Hello. <laughs> oh my god, Lou. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. How are you? All right, thanks, mate. Yeah. Well, you look wonderful. Well, I've got a hat on mm. because I haven't washed my hair for two days. If I haven't washed my hair, which is you know sometimes I put a cap on, but you've mm. gone for a sort of big show hat. <laughs> I've gone for. I look like I'm out of the Les Mis. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't really suit a baseball cap. I have to have something I can tuck my ears in, otherwise right. I look like a little elf. So yeah, the hat has to has to do that. Thank you for doing Cuddle Club. Are you ready? Oh, very, very ready. First of all, it's the quick fire round, and I, I go hard and I go fast. Good, it's how I like it. Okay, <laughs> I'm just taking my socks off in preparation. Okay, I'm ready Good. now. Love that. I wondered what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done live telly before? Uh, yes. I imagine this is sort of as nerve wracking okay. as live telly. I don't usually take my socks off on live telly, but maybe I should do. <laughs> don't think too hard. Don't think at all. Are you good okay. at not thinking? Not really, but I'm going to really try and zone zone mm. out. Just be mindful. I'm really good at thinking. I barely think. T- I get through the day and I barely thought at all. <laughs> well, that is. A- I would love that. Yeah, I don't think it's that necessary thinking. I think it's overrated. I'll give it a go right now. Believe her. Yes or no? Yes. But it's Graham Linehan in a dress. That's okay. <laughs> You can change your answer. You can okay. With, yeah. I'll change with no. I'll go to no. Yes. Ellie Taylor or Liz Taylor? Uh, Ellie Taylor. Oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. You sit by yourself. I love that. Very positive. Well, I think so. Yeah, my own existence yeah. is important to me. Thank you. Is Liz Taylor <laughs> alive or dead? I don't know. I think dead. Yeah. It, well, uh, well, I'll double down hard on your answer yeah. then. <laughs> 
Uh, face plant or house plant? House plant. Uh, Doctor Who or Doctor Woohoo? Doctor Woohoo! Yes, please. That, that, that's my auntie playing Doctor Who. Okay. <laughs> that's her catchphrase. Woohoo! She's actually, she is actually dead as well. But um, you're good luck. Good luck with the project. <laughs> you had us to get through. Uh, could you ever date a magician? Yes. If he was going to cut you in half. If he's got a good personality, I'll give him a go. I love that. Very open-minded, Ellie. Thank you, Lou. You know, you don't need to think and you don't need legs. I've always okay. said that. <laughs> now, what are arms for if not for snuggling? Before the pandy, were you a cuddle kind of gal? That's the question. Yes, but only to a select few. I am known amongst my friends as not liking to touch people. Mm. So I've really enjoyed being like actually not allowed to touch people and not allowed to hug them or kiss them or shake their hand. I've really enjoyed all of that and I'm, I will happily carry that on. But I love a cuddle with my kid and I've missed cuddling my mum and dad. Mm. But they're the only people I've missed cuddling. But I've got my husband and a baby, so I don't need to worry. Mm. But what makes you such a frigid bitch? <laughs> That's a good question. And I say that in a feminist way. Do you know thank what I mean? You. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, feminist frigid bitch. Mm. Uh, do you know, that is genuinely a good question. I don't know. I've just always found it quite uncomfortable to touch people, I think. Like, I don't... We know when you go out for, like, you go out for dinner with friends and yeah. maybe even you just saw them last week and they're coming in and coming in for a kiss. I'm like, I don't need to kiss you. I kissed you last week. That will do. Is it... Do you think... Because you used to be a model, didn't you? Yeah, a million years ago. A though, fashion Lou. model. Do we call them fashion models? I don't think I did. I was very lowbrow. I was very much sort of Asda and Matalan sort of vibe. Littlewoods catalogue. There we go. Yeah, baby. That's lovely, though. It was... It was fun but you know i wasn't i wasn't a very i was an awful model really wasn't very good but the, i thought maybe that was why you didn't want people touching you because you might have felt like a piece of meat it's a meat steak a sexy steak <laughs> um thanks do you know i don't think that's got to do with it. i was trying to think then well like, was i like this as a kid i don't really remember i don't remember when it started maybe it's like do you know sometimes it's a part of your personality and it's sort of you make more out of it than it is yeah. and it sort of becomes you so yeah. i wonder if that was sort of it and then it's just got it's just got bigger are we going to call your mum now and ask if you were a frigid bitch as a child? Shall I text her? <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible language on me today. Can you believe that this is a podcast all about cuddling, if you think about it? I actually can. And it's, um, can you? I couldn't, I couldn't quite understand it before I'd listened to it, mm. Lou. But then I've listened to many now. Aww. And uh, it's very enjoyable because it's just a lovely jumping off point, isn't it? And you get mm. into such interesting, lovely stories and while I don't like necessarily a physical cuddle, I like having a mental cuddle. Ah. I like hearing about, like, soppy stories. I love a lot of pathos, babes. Mm. Anything like, like sort of, yeah, a bit soppy and um, sentimental, I'm well into. Yeah. So it's, it's just right up my street. So with your husband and child affection? Yeah, I think less with my husband now because we have a child, so our affection is put upon the child but yeah, very affectionate, like almost aggressively affectionate to my child. Aww. And also, in a way, I imagine she will bring up with a therapist one day. It's got to the point of like, mummy, I want a biscuit. And I say, well, you can have a biscuit if you give mummy a kiss and a cuddle. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yes, it's like that. It's like that. And then I will just like really hold her tight. And I used to sing to her when she was a little baby. Never leave me because oh. I'll find you. That sort of thing. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. We'll do pop a little bit aside each month for the intense therapy that she'll need when she gets old. That's absolutely right. I think she, I think she will. But I'm like with a kid, you've got to give them some sort of childhood, don't you? And whatever you do is going to fuck them up. So Yeah, totally. And actually, there is a theory to say, it's not a science theory per se, but apparently we choose our parents for the lessons that we need to le- uh, use in this lifetime, like lead in this lifetime. So she's actually chosen me. Yeah, and and the dad for the lessons that we need to learn to expand our soul. Any thoughts on that? I don't think she knows about her soul yet. Uh, Kids do know. I bet she did know. Kids always say weird stuff that proves, in my mind, that reincarnation is real. I would love that. When she is chatty enough to to talk about the time she was Queen Victoria, I'm going to let you know. (laughs) There's a section called Nice Advice. Um... Advice. What's the best advice that you've given or been given to? Duh? Is that a question? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> What's the best advice I've been given, I think, or had. is... Or had. That's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I no, think it's... Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's the best advice that you've given someone or someone's given you? There Put we go. There she is. I think my mum said it to me once and she probably stole it off Oprah mm. that... The best indicator of the future is the past. Mm. And I really like that one. When I think about it more, it could be very problematic if you've had an awful past. Yeah. But I I suppose I, in terms of like work, I use that a lot for when I, maybe I'm meant to do something that I think is quite a big hurdle, something I'm a bit worried about, I'm not sure if I'm capable of. And then if I look back and think of all the things I've achieved mm. and what I've done, it makes me go, oh no, you've done all of that. This is fine. You can do this. This is just the na- the next step. And that's quite helpful rather than just viewing the big scary thing as the big scary thing. You're only as good as your past. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you've had a bad past, in which case anything is possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that case, look past your past. Look past your past and the future's going to be better than that past. How is it again? How did you say it the first time? The best indicator of the future is the past. And you can start your past today. Today. There we go. Because that is going to be the past tomorrow. Is it pithy? Oh, (laughs) that's a good one. Go and take us back then. History. The past. Memories. When stuff was cheaper, then. Woolworths. Coffee wasn't a good. (laughs) Instant coffee. Is it the war? It's not the war, is it? Okay, did your parents have a favourite? Uh, I think growing up, the sort of the story in the family was that I was the favourite. I'm the youngest. It's me and my sister. I'm the youngest. Yeah. But then I think as we got older, she moved back to where they live, my parents, and then she had grandchildren. She gave them grandchildren. So then she switched and it became her. Right. Mm. Guess who was my dad's favourite? You? No, the little girl next door. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what does your sister do? she is um i don't really know something to do with websites and pr yeah that's what i'd say well no wonder you're the favorite bit boring (laughs) isn't it oh i won't ask you again but i tell you who will it's anand button that was luke on keys if you can believe anand button now we get on to anand button's something to say 
So this is, um, we're going to ask a couple of questions that Alan de Botain wants to ask. What, uh, what might be nice about being a gender different from your own? Well, if I was a man, the willy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd love to just have a play with a willy. Yeah. What would you do with it? We? I'd do such a good we. Mm. Um, I'd do a helicopter. Yes. First thing. I think for, before the wee, first thing you'd do is get it around for a spin around. Woo! Probably shag something. A pillow yeah, or oh, whatever. I've got to. Just have a good old route, yeah. you just got a dick rewarded to you. Uh, you're going to put it somewhere. I'm going to shove it in everything. Everything. <laughs> I'm just going to be shoving it in. Consensually. Consensually, yeah. The pillow yeah. will be fine with it. The bed. Mm. Um, the apple pie. I've seen that on films. Yes. Anything sort of like that. That would be great. Excuse me. I've just got a new dick. Would you like me to put it in you? Something like that, something like that you could say. Yeah. And I'd be very kind and gentle with, with it, I think. Mm. I'd love to um, just sort of have a light thrust. And just just to know what a boner feels like. I think that would be quite fun. I know what a boner feels like. I saw one in the 90s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you imagine uh, a colleague might find difficult about you? Is it putting your dick everywhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, most annoying thing would be... Um, about you as you are. As I am. Mm. Uh, I'm quite negative. Are you? Yeah, you wouldn't think it, would you? I'm like a negative person in disguise because I seem very chirpy, but inside, dead. What? And what? How does that manifest? I am always think everything is awful. Nothing's going to work. Worst case scenario, all times. Just I just catastrophize a lot. You know, if you're in like a, a team building thing and you've got I don't know, design something rather. Like, like if I was in The Apprentice, I'd just be like. No, sorry, Pete, that's not going to work. And I'd list all the reasons why to everyone. Oh, I just will always find a reason that it, yeah. something won't work. It's mad that your life's panned out really well in the end with that negative attitude still. Yeah, but I'd love to be positive. That would be, I'd just, and um, my husband's always like, it's up to you. You can change your mindset. But I just don't think I can. It's just, I really feel like being negative and being very stressy, I'm very stressy and anxious. It's just part of me, and I always have been since I was a child. You can change it, actually, and um, you're obviously getting something from it. Like, you think if you don't have control or think of worst-case scenario, then something will go wrong, and so there's a safety in it. But you don't have to do it, and you would have a nicer life if you could learn to think positively, and you can do it. And I will refer you to my Guardian article on negativity, circa 2000 and well we don't know but I used to think so negatively that one of my best friends was like I can't hang out with you and I was like an energy vampire and um I trained myself to think positively and now it would be so weird to think negatively I think now how do you train yourself well you just have to read books on it you have to listen to audio books do it like a big project where you just monitor your thoughts uh, every day so your actual brain neuro pathways change because it's just a habit and it mm. takes 40 days to break a habit so you can just like watch your habits watch your words you can do it boot camp for my brain i sort of had to do it like people wouldn't didn't want to work with me and stuff because i was too negative <laughs> i can't ever imagine you being like that mm. cuddle recipe number 101 Take two arms, uh, wrap them around something, and don't let go. Unless the person asks you to let go. Or animal. Best card you've had? Sorry, we get to this sort of hard-hitting questions around about now. So, yeah. Okay, okay, thank you. Um, yeah, probably my daughter, and it can happen on any day, really. Like a really lovely little cuddle. Like we had a lovely cuddle this morning where I say, come sit next to me on the sofa, and she snuggles in. 
and I'm like we're all like entwined and I try and like hold her hand and she pushes it off or I kind of touch her leg and she pushes that off and I go I'll just have the hot I'll just have the main cuddle and that's fine <laughs> but I just she's just there and she's all warm and snuggly and it's that's really nice that's lovely mm. and you have I've had lots of them like and I'm quite grateful for that I do like really try and be present in those lovely little moments because I know it won't be forever and she'll want me to piss off in a few years but now when like you proper entwine yourself around each other it's really lovely yeah did you have no I'm not gonna ask that okay um (laughs) they let it that bit out that was me trying not to ruin a moment with a horrible question if you'd had a vaginal prolapse (laughs) my vagina is actually finally I had a cesarean so she's untouched oh Great, because I'm just sort of weighing up whether it's worth, you know, that sort of amount of love that you've never felt for anyone ever versus vaginal prolapse. The vaginal prolapse was really small bickies. In, I mean, saying that as someone who didn't have a vagina birth, so of course I'm going to say that. But um, yeah, I mean, I've, ri- I'm writing a, I've written a book about having a kid and a lot of it, it is how shit it is because a lot of it is like most of my life at the moment seems to be me trying to work out how I can get rid of my daughter and get someone else to look after her and yet I love her more than anything in the world it's a real weird mix of this is fucking awful and hard and relentless and yet I'm glad I've done it it doesn't make sense it's it's, my life's so much harder now I have her but she's the tits so so in a way it's like my whole life is a vaginal prolapse Mm. but Sometimes I get a nice cuddle while we both watch Hey Dougie. That's really nice, actually. Um, worst cuddle you've had? Well, it's a sad one because my sister... Oh, can you hear that? Yeah, what is really that? Really rainy. Hail on my window, sorry. Wow. I don't know. what We're just going to have to live with it, I think. Yeah, it's nice to have a skylight. It is nice to have a skylight. It gives some ambiance to the mm. podcast. The saddest cuddle was with my sister who... Uh, about six months ago emigrated to Australia with her family so the last cuddle with her and her kids was awful absolutely awful and um yeah the, the saddest it's I mean I feel very fortunate that the saddest thing to ever happen to me is my sister and her family who are all healthy and well have moved to another, the other side of the world that's the saddest it gets and everyone is still well and, and thriving yeah I thought you were gonna say she was dying of cancer actually she's not <laughs> she's fit and well she, she just did a park run. She's fine, Lou. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, to, to have her leave and to um, and to see our kids say goodbye, actually, that was really hard, seeing the cuddle yeah, the, cuddles the but... kids gave before they, they went. Oh, that is sad. But on the upside, who's going to be your mum's favourite now? Oh, yeah. By def- yeah, like, she's got no choice. Bloody hell. Well, with that attitude, good riddance to her. Yeah, fuck her. Plus, mm. I also think the sun damage over there, she's going to age rapidly. So every cloud. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, well now she's asking... You and your husband, are you matched, like, affection-wise? No, 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 because I'm incredibly needy. Yeah. And he hates that, so it's not a good mix. So I want to be told I'm beautiful all the time, Mm. and I also want um, him to buy me little presents all the time, Uh, and he does neither of those things. Basically, I just want to be wooed and feel like I'm adored. Mm. But he has done some really good, like, one-off romantic things that he sort of dines off for years. Like, our our proposal, he did a really good proposal. We did, like, a mini flash bomb in Covent Garden. What? Uh, Go on. Right, right. So, yeah, he was in, he was living in Russia at the time. I was in the UK. I didn't know he was in the country. I went for a, a drink with a friend in Covent Garden. All these people started singing near us, and I just thought, well, it's Covent Garden, isn't it? Yeah. You know, or, you know what they're like. I ignored them <laughs> because I'm British. Um, but then it got quite intense, and they were just focusing on our table. And I <laughs> thought for a while, are we in the middle of some kind of satanic mob? Just, am I going to be, like, disemboweled uh, on the table in Covent Garden? But then uh, tapped me on the shoulder. It's my bloody boyfriend at the time. And he said, Ellie, this is all for you. Will you marry me? And I said all right then thank you and so that was lovely it was really nice but he said he did say after that as a joke well i never need to do anything romantic again and he's he's really lived up to that so also flash mob is it's big it's bold it's bright i wouldn't say it's that romantic (laughs) oh but i have to i've told him how much i love flash mobs and i like oh oh, okay yeah i like i like watching them on youtube i love that that t-mobile advert from years ago i still would regularly watch just to have a little week fine because because I'd be quite intimidated, a load of like just people sort of grinding towards the table. Yeah, it was quite scary. <laughs> well, like flash mobs are better when you know that they're a flash mob. When you don't know, yeah. it's fucking yeah, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd also think, oh my god, I'm trying to have a chat with my mate here about how my boyfriend's annoying me. I don't yeah. need you grinding. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get scared with stories like that. I think I've watched too many, uh, like, things. I don't know, like, that you'd be getting off with someone. What does it say about me that I'm like, oh, lucky you weren't getting off with someone else? <laughs> <laughs> That's not ideal, is it? Oh, yeah. Do tell us this one. Who would you most like to cuddle? Everyone's going to say me. Okay, who would you most like to hug? A live, dead, human or other? At any time, I'd like to hug a cat. I really like cats. Or just one of my dead nans. Okay. They were really nice. And I can't really remember them now because I was younger when they died. So, Well, we are sending you not a cat, but oh. one of your dead nans. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, if you, and if you wouldn't mind doing um, an unopening for us, uh, okay. you know... <laughs> open the box no that's uh how old were you when your nan passed away that nan's passed away right no maybe like 20 and then 25 or something oh. and it doesn't seem that long ago does it but then i just can't really remember them and i'd like yeah i like to met my husband and see my kid they were just really nice and interested in me and they were just always really lovely yeah and you just don't you don't appreciate them don't appreciate them when you're young and stupid you don't actually that's the thing nans are wasted on nans are wasted on the young yeah nan's are wasted now that's our slogan thank you there you go nan's are wasted on the young it's on a little t-shirt for the nans i suppose and it's a crop top because why not why i would have said cardigan but yes absolutely get that belly out before you die that's my other catchphrase um (laughs) well you could put this music under anything like, have you had a moment where you've kind of had so much love, like, bursting from your little heart? You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. This is, like, something next level. God, it's supposed to be boring to talk about my fucking child again. No, I would be surprised if it wasn't your, if it wasn't your child. I'd be like, oh. oh what's wrong with, what's wrong with mm. the child? Um, many times with my kid, I suppose, when... Tell you when it really gets me, I've had like little moments where she's just walking along next to me, holding my hand. Like one of those perfect days where it's like sunny outside and you're walking through the park and you're going to get an ice cream or something. And she's just holding my hand next to me. And I've put her in some ridiculous outfit like I usually do, with some weird hair. And she's just jabbering away. And it's just like, oh, this little, little paw in my little hand. And it's yeah. just so cute. Or when I hear her and my husband having fun, like when I overhear him doing bath time and like i can hear them singing like let it go together and i know they're both i can hear like the boom on the floor and they're both like dancing and she's giggling like mad that's really gorgeous but you don't get a bit jealous that she should be giggling more with you because you're actually the professional comedian or (laughs) (laughs) don't get me wrong she knows who's the best but um i like to give him a a little bit of the limelight sometimes it's weird like you know how people nowadays, I think we're raising, not me, but I think we're, as a society, raising more well-adjusted kids because this new parenting is really, like, child-focused in life, like how you talk about your kid and stuff. I don't feel like our parents talked about us in that or, or had that amount of love for us or had the luxury of, I don't know, time and space to kind of, like... I don't feel like yeah, I- my parents' generation off the back of a war were that kind... didn't have that much to give because they'd been sort of slightly broken along the way. I don't know, like, in my book I've written about this, I was like... I, you always say, like, oh, having a kid is the most amazing love, and people always say that. But, like, to actually experience it and know it, how much I want to, like, just crush my daughter with love, how much I love her, kind of breaks my heart to think that 
parents all over the world feel like that. Like there is so much love there that exists and you don't even know and you don't and I didn't I couldn't understand how much my parents love me until I had my kid and I think maybe it's just maybe I'm just in the throes of passion because she's young and little and very cute and by the time you're conscious enough to wonder how much your parents love you the relate you know it's like a, a, any long relationship the love is still there and burning but it's not as 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 vibrant as it was in in the early years so maybe you just don't see it as much but I think I think all parents do feel like that and maybe we're more willing to we talk about our generation just talks about everything way more don't we so we're way more willing to talk about how much you love your children and especially as me as my in my job I think I'm, I think I'm much more vocal about it than perhaps my friends who aren't you know in the same sort of job sphere what a lovely answer very nice thank you <laughs> time for the practical examination now it's hard to tell if that's me whistling or the song it was me. Okay, everybody, uh, get your get your awkward faces out. It's time for the snuggle. At the end of the show, I just come in and hug you. You say whether you can feel it. Okay, I know your husband is a scientist, but are you into any woo woo stuff? Um, no, I'm so un woo woo, but I wish I was. I'm, we've moved to this house um, a few months ago, and I I didn't like it. I felt very unsettled, so I bought some some sage sticks yeah. and some crystals. But I don't know where the crystals are, actually. And my daughter's playing with them last. And I've never burnt the sage sticks. They're still up on a mantelpiece. And I haven't actually done it. Do burn them. And also, if you need anyone to perform an exorcism, of course, I've got a couple of contacts. Okay. Yes, you bloody do. Shut your eyes. I'm coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. And I'm giving you a little, a little sort of wiggle cuddle, little shaky-wakey, and then a kiss on the hand. And out I go. Oh, do you know what I really like? The, that bit. Yeah. I felt that bit. Mm. I felt that bit, Lou. That is the bit when you're really excited to see someone that is lovely. And, and, and who's to say what's real? Because seahorses and octopuses exist. Now get in here and cuddle me. I'm closing my eyes. I'm ready for a nice time. Okay. <laughs> you put your arms up and everything. Yeah. I'm coming in, Lou. I'm coming in. I'm squeezing you tight. I'm squeezing. I might do a little pat. Little pat probably because I'm nervous because I'm touching another human. Yeah, that's nice. Little pat. Is it? Away. Yeah, yeah. Nice little pat. I'm back out again. That was it. That was lovely. That was do, lovely. Do you like a pat? Some of my friends say, Ellie, stop patting. Because it's like a bit like, oh, don't know what to do. I don't care. People are okay. too prescriptive with, you know, a kick up the bum, a pat on the back, a <laughs> wink of the teeth. I don't know. You do you do what you like, you know? Do you kiss any men on the lips platonically? No. Do you? No, but some of my husband's girlfriends kiss him on the lips. Right? Lou's doing a big, big eye face. Yeah, I think that's not normal. That's, I'm not having that. No, no, no. No, no. That's normal, mad. I think so. I'm like, guys, I'm right here. My husband's friends. Yeah. Some of whom is, you know, been with friends for like a thousand years. But I school friends and they're kissing my lips. Well, the way to get around that is just you go kiss them on the lips right after. Oh, there you go. To, to highlight how weird it is. It's quite passive aggressive, but it's also really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, come here, love. <laughs> Susan, <No>. don't slip <laughs> your tongue in, you cheeky bugger. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Where can people find your book? And can you deliver the title properly, please? It's called uh, My Child and Other Mistakes, Mm. How to Ruin Your Life in the Best Way Possible. Mm. And it is on available widely on the internet, I would say, from all the places you imagine it would be. Thank you so much. Have a lovely 
have a lovely week. Hello, you too. You doing any roller skating? No, because I'm going to do work tomorrow. Also, I've had my coccyx when I did roller skate, but you know, that's oh, okay. Yeah, that's what happens to athletes. Mm. <laughs> so that was Ellie Taylor. She's on Twitter. Everybody is. She's at um, Ellie Jane Taylor. And, you know, you've got to work out how to spell that for yourself, really. I can't hold your hand through life, you know. Uh, she's also on Instagram. Same same sort of deal, really. Ellie Jane Taylor. And her book, My Child and Other Mistakes, is out now. Could you believe that? One day the book's not out, another day it's out. And that is the beauty of life. So follow Ellie Jane Taylor. Follow me online at Colour Club Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you know... Today, for example, I put a post of someone strangling someone and said, this isn't a cuddle around the neck. It's that kind of content that you'll be getting. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Mouth's a bit dry. Heart isn't. And my catchphrase, say it with me. Remember to CC everybody in. If CC stands for Cuddle Club. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.